2023 was a great year. Our money has reached escape velocity, or you might say critical mass. I wouldn't say either of those things. I don't know what those words mean. <laughs> Have you heard those words before? I've heard those words before, but I don't know what those mean. Okay, so escape velocity, and look at my sweater. Do you see what's on my sweater, YouTube it looks. It looks a little obscene. It is not obscene. They are rockets. Dirty minds have dirty thoughts. <laughs> when a rocket leaves the gravity, when it has escape velocity, that means it can orbit. It gets out of the gravity of the Earth. Critical mass is the mass required to start a nuclear reaction. It's been a long time since I had science. But our money has reached the point where no matter what we spend it on, no matter what we do, I don't think we have to worry about money Anymore. I can't even believe I'm saying these words now. 25 years ago, buying a pound of beef was a luxury, and now we don't have to worry about money. So that's what I mean by critical mass or escape velocity. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but it, those aren't the words I would use to describe our financial situation. What words would you use? We have enough. All right. This is the Mindy... And Carl. On Money Podcast, where we talk about what happens after you reach financial independence and quit your job to live your best life. What are we going to talk about on this episode of Mindy on Money? Today's episode, we are recapping 2023. That's last year, if you're listening to this, but it's this year when we're recording. We're recording this on December 26th. So, uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen over the next few days at the end of 2023. We're just going to recap from January 1 to December 26th. But before we get into it, we use Empower to manage our money. Empower is this super cool website where you can enter in all your accounts, like your bank accounts, your investment accounts, and it keeps track of everything and shows you how your money is doing. I look at it multiple times per day because I'm obsessed with numbers and our net worth. I like that you didn't say slightly obsessed anymore. He's completely obsessed. It's a completely free service that automatically updates your numbers, giving you an instant financial snapshot. Go to MindyOnMoney.com slash empower to sign up today. That's MindyOnMoney.com slash empower. All right. Why do we call the show Mindy on Money? I know I came up with this, but we had some other ideas. Why did we go with Mindy on Money? Well, because Mindy on Moolah would confuse our cow listeners. Shout out to our bovine audience. Moo. We have a bull in back of us for those listening on audio only. <laughs> you should check out the YouTube video. I took this awesome picture of the charging bull in New York City, and we also have a little model of it in front of us. So we, I think we do have a substantial bovine audience, right? I would, I would imagine that there's a farmer out there listening who plays this to his cows. Maybe. Uh, the, the charging bull, I think you should say the Wall Street bull. I don't know that everybody knows that it's called the charging bull. The charging bull is its formal name. That's what the artist gave it. But Wall Street bull is probably what most people know it as. Okay, let's get on with it. So we have a couple of different things we're going to talk about. Our investments, how those did this year. We're going to talk about how this was our year of big spending. I think we ended up spending... <laughs> A lot more than we ever thought we would. It might be our most biggest spending year ever, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> might be? Yeah, I think it is, which is pretty interesting. You think it is? Uh, 
Yeah, it is. Well, there's college coming up with kids, but I think so far this is the most money we have ever spent in a year in our entire lives. You're you're kind of like pussyfooting around it. We have never spent more money in one year than we did in this year. So shout out to Ramit, we did it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'll bet we had some impact on the economy, not like a Taylor Swift impact, where I heard I think there's a measurable impact in economic data with Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift, then the Jensens. We might have done something with Longmont a little bit. We had people from all over the world come to Longmont for one of our events. We'll talk about that in a moment. But what are the other things we're going to talk about? I think just some of our learnings from all of this. Home improvements. Oh, our home improvements. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about what we learned from all of this stuff. So let's get into it. What is our first topic? Investments. Because if anybody knows us, they know we talk about money all the time. How did our investments do in 2022, sweetheart darling? <laughs> our investments did very bad in 2022. We don't really do much with stocks anymore. But when we did, we did a lot of growth tech stocks because that's when I knew I was a nerd. I am a nerd. I've got this sweater on. And again, <laughs> viewers should tune into the YouTube to see this because it, it, it is spectacular. You've asked to wear it like... Zero times. Zero times. Okay. I know you want to. You just want to let me have my glory. Uh, no, that's not why I've asked okay. to wear it zero times. Okay. So anyway, in 2022, <laughs> tech stocks did not do very well. Elon Musk had had his Twitter meltdown shortly before. Tesla is our biggest holding just because we bought it a long time ago and it did well. So we lost $1.7 million on paper. On paper, yeah. On paper, we didn't sell anything. Our stock portfolio was down 1.7. How did 2023 shake out, sweetheart, wonderful uh, it, it rebounded. We're up about 1.5, so we're still not back up to that 2022 point, but it was a nice rebound. That's good. Yeah, it sounds great on paper, like, oh, we we're up 1.5 in 2023, but it's not so great with the previous year. You yeah, must... we're still down 0.2. One of my big irks is when people cherry-pick data, and you see this on the internet all the time, like, if you would have bought this stock between this date and this date, you'd be up, you would have turned a dollar into a billion dollars. Well, of course, if you did that and extrapolated that over the course of years, but it's mostly BS. Again, shout out to our bovine audience. <laughs> That was a good one. Okay, let's talk about spending. How much did we spend this year? So much. I have no idea. Just a... I don't want to know. I was asking that in jest. I really don't want to know how much we spent. And that is a little shocking for me to realize that I don't actually want to know because we are supposed to be more comfortable with spending. We talk a big game about how we're more comfortable with spending, but I don't think I really want to see that actual number of how much we spent this year because we spent a lot. Again, though, this has to be taken in context. We'll talk about the amount we spent on cars in a second. But before that, we hadn't bought a car since 2010. So even though we bought two new cars this year, our previous car was from 2010. And the one before that, which we still have, is from 2003. So, so we, how much did we spend on cars this year, sweetheart? Uh, we bought a, and this is before the tax credit, but we bought a Chevy Bolt, which was around 30000 and we bought a Tesla Model Y, which was 50000 So we spent $80,000, which is much more than just the spending we do to maintain our day-to-day -day lives. <sighs> okay. But wait, there's more. We traveled. Wow, did we ever travel. Do you we want to, traveled a lot. Do you want to regale the audience? We've got a big list in front of us. We went to 
Cincinnati. Cincinnati's awesome. Skyline Chili. Oh, I oh love Skyline. Oh, no. I don't. That makes one of us. If Mindy and I, if our marriage evaporates, it's going to be because of disputes over Skyline Chili. I think it's great, and Mindy does not does think not. it's so great. I wonder no. if I can get a Christmas Skyline Chili sweater like the SpaceX sweater I have on right now. Do you think I could? I don't think anybody would make that. I think nobody would spend any money on that, and nobody would ever buy it, except maybe you and Paula Pant. Okay. Well, Paula Pant is also a big fan of that pumpkin spice chili they sell at Skyline Chili in Cincinnati. And that, the show is not sponsored by Skyline Chili. We're not going to give them any more advertisements. However, we are going to say that we went to Cincinnati because of the Economy Conference. Diana Merriam puts on a fantastic conference every year around spring break. For, is it the University of Cincinnati? Yeah, University, I think, maybe. I guess it's in we March. We should actually know this for the show. We'll, we'll update you down the road. I was one of the big speakers there a couple years ago. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And if you enter Mile High Phi when you check out, you will save 10%. Ooh. We don't make any money from that. We just do that to help support Diana because yeah. it's so awesome. And I think it's almost sold out. I know. I think both of the hotels are sold out. So maybe we'll see y'all in Cincinnati in March. Yes, we would love to. And we went in 2023. We'll be there in 2024. Where else did we go, sweetheart? From Cincinnati, it was our girls' spring break. They didn't like Cincinnati so much, but they did like New York where we went to after that. Yep, and in New York City, we saw a couple of shows, we wandered around the city, it was a lovely time. And then, we went someplace else. We went to Hawaii, we spent some time on the big island with friends, shout out to Randy and Laura, and then we went to Kauai. Kauai. Kauai, is that how you say it? I'm, I think so. I'm trying to have the proper pr pronunciation. I, I don't just... think Kauai is the proper pronunciation, okay. but hey, if I'm wrong, you can email Carl at MindyOnMoney.com. Let him know. Yeah, that was a great trip, and we spent a lot there. We got good accommodations that were close to the beach, not in the middle of the island, which we might have done before. And we also did stuff like a, a helicopter ride. A zipline tour. And we went snorkeling with stingrays, which was Oh, I forgot cool. about that. That was so cool. Yeah. How could I forget about that? Because we did so much other cool stuff. This was a really cool year. I say that I don't want to know how much we spent, but we had a great year. Uh, after Hawaii, we stopped off in California, had a couple of days in California, met some people through the Choose Fi LA meetup group. If you are ever traveling around the country or just locally, check out your local Choose Fi Facebook groups because that's a great way to meet people in the community. And shout out to our friend David, who would appreciate my sweatshirt. Yeah, I bet he would. Hi, David. Hi, David. I went to California again for Camp Phi, which is outside of San Diego, right by Joshua Tree National Park. Super cool experience. Met so many neat friends. I was just talking to a couple of them a couple of days ago. The great thing about all these events is I always come away with people that I continue to talk to. So I do love these Phi events. They're super cool. What kind of car did you rent when you were there? I rented a new Corvette. Did you have a good time? It was pretty good. Driving in L.A. in a Corvette is not fun, but the mountains were great. I'm not sure I would do it again. Probably not, but it was fun. And that was another part of our spending experiment for the year. Where did we go for Thanksgiving? <laughs> we went to New York City again, where I got the bull picture that is in back of us. 
We got this picture by waking up at the butt crack of dawn to go to the bull when nobody else was there. And that's actually not even true. There were other people there, but there were only a couple of other people there. Did we get there at like 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning? I think so. It was before 7. Yeah. Before 7 o'clock, there was one other couple there. We waited for them to take their pictures, and then they left, and we took our picture of the bull with nobody around it. Oh, we should sell pictures of this. Sell copies of this. Yeah, to be clear, I think Mindy just said it, but I actually took this picture. It's been my dream to get a good photo of this, but the issue is, like Mindy said, it's mobbed with people. I was finally able to get my photo this time. We got great pictures. That's actually where the show artwork came for the podcast. Yes, that is true. After New York, I went to Austin for the Cybertruck event. Would you call me a, a cyber bro or a, a cyber chad, I think they call? Like a chad I'd call is... you a cyber nerd. A chad is like the male version of Karen, right? Yes. I, I hope I'm not that. You can call me a cyber bro, but that probably has bad connotations as well. Yes, it does. I'm just going to call you a huge nerd. Okay. Cyber nerd is good. Lovingly. I, I like that. Yeah. Then we went to... Las Vegas. Yeah. We saw U2 at the Sphere. If you have the opportunity to see U2 at the Sphere, take it. If you have an opportunity to see anybody at the Sphere, it was such a cool event. And then from there, I came home and you went to? Phoenix to visit Mr. Money Mustache, otherwise known as Pete. He's living in a, what kind of community is that? Like a, I didn't kind of go. A, it's kind of a co-housing community where there's a bunch of common amenities. They encourage people to hang out. So that was super neat. Saw more friends down there and visited Tellius and Weston. Before we continue on, we're going through this list and I feels very strange. Like I, I said, like 25 years ago, I couldn't afford to buy a pound of meat because I was making three thirty-five an hour. And now here we are doing all this ridiculous stuff. And there was a lot of work in between, but I don't know. Does this make you feel uncomfortable at all? No. Really? Okay. It's nice to relive the, the year. Yeah, I guess so. You're probably in a better place. I don't know if it's guilt or what. We did work very hard for all of this. I don't feel guilty. Why do you feel guilty? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I guess oh, I should now just I'm be, mad at you. I should just feel thankful to... You should feel thankful. ...have done all this. Life has been good and life has been a lot better recently. <laughs> we put in our time. See the previous episode, the regrets episode, to see how we got to... <laughs> All these wonderful experiences. This one year was paid for by 20 previous years of that's true of flesh wounds, uh, sleep deprivation, and some fights, too. No, we're perfect. Yeah, okay. We're mostly perfect. <laughs> but okay. we, we still haven't finished up our 2023 yet. We haven't yet. The reason that we're recording this on December 26th and not a little closer to the end of December is because we are getting ready to go on a cruise with our daughters. We are taking a cruise that leaves on December 31st, and it is, what is it, a seven-day cruise? Yes. It's a seven-day cruise down the coast of Mexico, and that is a no-internet, unplugged everything, just enjoy our time and enjoy our family. We are so excited. And it's not done yet. You have another big trip coming up with that relates back to financial independence. Tell the audience what that is. I do. So the reason we're bringing these up, even though I am technically taking two cruises in January, only me, Carl's not going on the second one, is because we had to pay for them this year. So they, they fall under the spending 
Um, I am going with the family in the beginning of January, and at the end of January, Amberly Grant from FinTalks is hosting a cruise down the Gulf Coast of Mexico, and I'm going on that, and I'm super excited for that, too. Yeah. Lots of people are going to go with us. And I do not get to go. Well, somebody gets to stay home with the kids. Yeah, that should be fun for you. Yes, it will be fun for me. It'll be fun for you, too. You can work on the house. I hope I don't freeze to death in the January Colorado winter while you're on your cruise. Yeah, I hope so, too. Continuing on, we saw concerts. We already talked about you, too. We saw a lot of other concerts, too. Where did you go with Claire? We went to St. Louis to see Guns N' Roses, and then Guns N' Roses did not show up. And this was the third time that you were trying to see Guns N' Roses, and they got canceled? Yes, I've tried to see them two previous times. Axel Rose was going to get arrested in Chicago for causing a riot at a previous St. Louis concert, and I don't know why he didn't show up for the second one. He's a volatile human being. Yeah, everybody already knows that. Uh, so he was, Carl was finally able to see Guns N' Roses on his fourth attempt in Denver. And you went with our older daughter. We also saw Depeche Mode and Duran Duran, probably the best concert that I have ever been to. And U2, very, very close second, only because I love Duran Duran more than I love U2. Sorry, Bono. You were put on a really good show. I saw Taylor Swift with Claire in Denver. You saw Taylor Swift. That was uh, not something that I went to because I wasn't even in town. And we also had a private concert here in Longmont. This is pretty crazy, but one of my favorite bands of all time, the Webb Brothers, shout out to y'all, put on a Kickstarter where if you paid, again, this feels a little bit weird talking about, but if you paid $10,000, they would come to wherever you were in the world and play a concert, a private concert. So I I rented a venue on Main Street Longmont and invited all of my friends and also all of the band's friends. So it was super neat. There were people there from... Australia, the UK, and those people even stayed with us, and people from all over the all over the country as well. It was uh, it was neat. What what did you think of that? I thought it was a really magical night because it turned into like it was lovely for us to hear the music, but it also turned into kind of a mini family reunion for the band yes. because they had people from around the country coming to see them, like family members coming to see them that they hadn't seen in a while. It was really, really nice to be part of that. Yeah, I, I regret nothing about that. It was awesome. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Um, the the travel and concerts have kind of wrapped up. Let's talk about our home improvements. Because a conversation with the Jensens about spending money isn't complete without home improvement conversation. And before we get into this, I think I only had one serious injury. I broke a finger with a retaining wall block, and that's it. No other big things that's barely a that's barely a scratch <laughs> anyway let's talk about the projects we did our primary house which is the one we're talking in right now is almost done we completely rebuilt the master bath which turned out great we when when we say completely rebuilt we mean we moved the toilet from here to here we moved the sink from here to here we moved the shower from here to here everything is changed it is a way better bathroom setup Completely designed by Carl. It looks gorgeous. We had to remove closets in order to expand the bathroom, but it was well worth it. One thing that drives me nuts with architecture is when people don't use space efficiently, and our old bathroom was a very poor execution of the space. So we don't move stuff around just for the sake of doing it. It is a way better bathroom because of what we've done with it. I'll see if I can get a picture in there. Yeah, the old bathroom was a shrine to inefficiency. 
Okay, we redid the girls' bathroom as well. We essentially took off all the foil wallpaper and removed the tile or the, the shower insert and tiled the bathroom, put up removable wallpaper that's really just kind of like contact paper. And it's, we painted the walls, we got a new vanity. It's very much modern, modernized now and looks much better. It's super nice. We also landscaped the yard here in Colorado. A lot of people have grass. I don't like it because you have to water it. So we just put a bunch of rocks in there and did like a desert landscape. You said we put a bunch of rocks in there. It's a really beautiful looking front yard because Carl designed it to be like, it's not just a pile of rocks in the yard. It's It's got swirls and different types of rocks and it's, it's very interesting. You're selling yourself short. Okay, we'll try to get a picture of that. We also, and I'm not sure if this was a great idea, but we could talk about this another time. We bought a rental house. When did we buy that? 2022? June 2022. We didn't start working on it until September or October of 2022. And we finished it up in March or April, right as we were, yeah, because right as we got renters in there. We remodeled the kitchen. We remodeled the bathroom. We built walls. Carl built a retaining wall and broke that one finger. We did the landscaping at that house too. We refinished floors, kind of rebuilt some floors, did a lot of painting. We had somebody come in and build a custom shelf. It's kind of an odd house, but we furnished it in such a way that now it is a medium-term rental. If you need a rental in Longmont, email carl at mindyonmoney.com. Yeah, that thing is super nice. It turned out well, but it, it was a lot of work, and we probably should have finished our house that we actually live in before we took on another project. But This isn't the regret show. This is the 2023 recap show. See the previous show for regrets. Yes. Okay, let's get to the big, super big ending. We're going to talk about what we learned this year. We learned that we're comfortable with how we are spending our money. Uh, Ooh, I've got a question for you. We did all the this big spending. We bought that concert. We took a helicopter ride. And we bought these cars. All this stuff. Did any of this stuff give you anxiety going into it, knowing that we would spend the money? And how did you feel after doing these things? Did you consider the money aspect of it at all? So here is the thing that makes me feel kind of silly. None of the big things gave me anxiety. It's the little day-to-day stuff. They gave me anxiety. Oh, I'm at the grocery store. This pasta is $1.25 and that pasta is $1.99. I need to get the $1.25 pasta. But really, I'm upset that I didn't buy it last week when it was on sale for $0.99. Cents. And it, I'm, I'm stressing over $0.26 cents or even like a dollar. Who cares? In the grand scheme of life, we don't eat like 47 pounds of pasta a day. So does it matter that I paid an extra dollar for a package of pasta? No, it doesn't. I should just buy it when I need it and be done with it. And that's the kind of things that I was really hoping to, that I am really hoping to be able to get over in the future. But the big things, for some reason, don't stress me out. This is such an interesting point because I think about this all the time. The main issue with money isn't the money itself. It's our psychology around money and what you just talked about. So you were okay with Spending fourteen hundred dollars on that helicopter ride, or I think that's I, how much it cost. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Maybe she's not okay with it. <laughs> maybe part of the reason I'm okay with spending that much is because I don't know how much 
such a cost. So maybe you should just not look at the price tags of anything. But the psychology of money is the struggle. It's it's our feelings and emotions around money, spending, saving, and investing. That's always where the struggle is. Warren Buffett has a quote. It might be my favorite investment quote of all time. He talked about what the number one money skill they, that you have to have to invest successfully is. Do you know what it is? No. He said it's temperament. Being able to have strong fortitude when the market goes down and not lose your mind and sell all your stuff and maybe taking advantages of opportunity. Another famous quote of his is, the stock market is the only store that people rush for the exits when it goes on sale. So maybe having the, the strength or the knowledge to buy when things aren't so great because you know there's upside there. Or for most people, just staying the course the whole time and putting money in and not looking at anything. So there's a lot of value to it. Psychology, so important. How many people do you know who, I can think of some of our relatives right now who sent me an email at the beginning of this year, like, I'm completely out of the markets because I'm worried. And I think the S&P 500 is up almost, it's definitely up over 20% this year, maybe close to 30%. They missed out on one of the best years of investing because of temperament. But we're getting off course here. Way off course. This is how we learned. What did we learn? We may or may not be okay with, with big expenses. I was okay with all of these. I think they're an experiment, and I think it's okay not to be okay with them because, say, we would have done the helicopter, and it would have sucked, and we would have regretted it. Great. Then we know we don't have to go on another helicopter ride in our lives, and we don't have to regret not going if we had chosen not to do it in the first place. So I, I think it's okay. I think if you're never unhappy with a purchase, I think you're doing it wrong. I don't think you're exercising your spending muscle enough if every purchase is perfect because if every purchase is perfect, you're missing out on a lot of things you should have bought that you were too scared that might have given you joy. That's a really good point. I like the way that you phrased that. Yeah. Good job, sweetheart. Thank you. I'm I'm not that smooth. You're the smooth one. I just came (laughs) up with that right now, too. It's the sweater. It's giving me superpowers. Let's talk about our travel. What did you think about the amount of travel? We were gone for probably four or five weeks. 99% of the time. It felt felt too much. I like our home. I like our community here. I like our neighborhood. I like our friends. And it constantly felt like every... It wasn't every other week we were going someplace, but it definitely felt like we were going someplace all the time. So 2024, despite starting out with 50% of January, I'll be on vacation. I, we have three trips planned right now, four trips, I guess, with economy, and that's it. We will probably add a few more, but they will be much shorter. I mean, we were in Hawaii for three weeks. I think that we will have more weekend trips and a lot more at home time. And I think that that will be a better balance. A lot of people in the FI community want to travel all the time. And I think we realize that's not us. And we realize that together. We don't want to travel all the time. And I think that's good. All these trips take a lot of planning. We were at the gym this morning and I'm like, what do we have to remember for our cruise like, did we remember to pack our passports? That would have been very bad if we didn't pack oh. our passports. Yeah, see? So the trips are good, but there's a lot of bandwidth and mental overhead that goes around them, which isn't a recipe for happiness. No, it isn't. And I want to, I feel like there's a lot of mental bandwidth being taken up by 
just our lives in general. I don't want to add to that. I want to reduce that. So Agreed. In 2024, we won't be traveling nearly as much. But there's a lot of small stuff yeah. that we have learned. And I think uh, this is our, our big point. There was a lot of small stuff that we learned. A lot of small takeaways. When we travel with our daughters who are now 16 and 14, we get two hotel rooms. They get their own space. They don't have to share a bed. And we get our own space. We do share a bed. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sleep on the couch. Uh, we decided this year to hire a cleaner. And that has been a weight off my shoulders and a mental bandwidth uh, lift. And I'm very excited to continue having a cleaner in 2024, a house cleaner. Uh, we don't agonize over travel and travel expenses so much anymore. We will never save $20 by going on two different layovers, two different stopovers again. That was each. We saved like $40, right? Something like that. We got to, we, I like flying. We got to be on a plane for a very long time that day. Yay. Maybe the entire day we got to be on the plane. <laughs> it was the whole day. <laughs> so we're not doing that anymore. In fact, we're only flying nonstop. If they don't fly nonstop, we're not going there. How about that? I didn't tell you about our economy trips. We have a layover in San Diego. You're walking. Longmont to San Diego to Cincinnati. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. I think that might have been an option. Though. Yeah. But overwhelmingly in 2024, our focus is going to be on things that make our life better. And isn't it interesting? We had all this big spending, but I think... The spending that really gives us happiness is this spending that makes our daily life better. And I think it might seem surprising, but if you think about it, maybe it isn't that surprising because we don't live our lives in Hawaii or on all these trips. Most of our life is spent here, so that's where our focus on spending should be. Things that improve, that reduce the friction of our day-to-day -day life. It's not sexy, like no one's going to have a blog post about how hiring a cleaner improved their life, but... This daily spending is probably the biggest, most important thing we can do with money. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's that's exactly where we need to focus. Because you're right, we don't live in Hawaii. We live here. So let's make our life here fabulous and wonderful and easy. That's a great way to end it. So we wish you a happy 2024. We will be back on Wednesday, January 10th, with our next episode where we focus on the concept of enough. Ooh, that's a big one. That is a big one. Stay tuned. And where can people find us? You can find us at MindyOnMoney.com or wherever you get podcasts. Thank you. Thank you.